Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to Rise and Shine, creating 2020 vision, day 20 and day 10 of the mindset conversation. And I have here with me Eva Venari. Let's just yep. take two. Welcome back, Eva. <laughs> well, thanks for having me again and again. <laughs> So we are in for a special treat, a special conversation today. Welcome to all of our live and replay viewers. Today we are specifically talking about ditching the nice girl label, which also means ditching the nice guy label and the mindset that supports you in that. And, and I'm sure there's way more we can say about that than you know, beyond our 30 minutes today. But he quick hello to Sherry, who is with us today. Nice to see you, Sherry. <sighs> so, Eva, first, how are you doing today? Good. I'm awake. I'm here. It's rising and shining still outside. So, <laughs> my, my normal response is fantastic, but I wasn't there yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, for, for anybody who has not met you yet, let me just give them a little bit about who you are first. So, Eva Venari was trained as a mineral balancing counselor. She empowers your body to heal by giving it what it needs exactly when it needs it. No drugs, no fads or trends, just simple wisdom guided by science to support your immune system. It's work that far outlasts the time that you spend with her when you work with her and you can access her free face reading. And I will put that link down in the comments. Um, it's a pretty cool face reading, by the way. So... <laughs> <laughs> Eva, before we get into the, you know ditching the nice girl label, do you have any, anything else you want to just share with your audience audience today about what you do? Oh, I mean everything that I do is based in holistic. So there's none of that hunt and kill stuff that we do with the doctor with medication, and that's the big deal. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, awesome. yeah, what Eva does is pretty fascinating. So definitely check her out, <laughs> and, and especially her her free face reading is pretty cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> Even if I do say so myself, it is. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, so um, let's get into this. Oh my gosh. Okay, ditching the nice girl label. Woo! Yeah. yeah. What What comes up for you when you just first start to think about that? <laughs> oh well, that question just brings all these ideas and they collide in my head. But I, I can say that what what inspired this conversation was a post. Yes, thank you. And I was like, what did she write in that post? I don't remember. But she wrote something and I said, ooh, yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I says, what, how do you respond to someone uh, with an invitation? They're, they're inviting you to their, their free seminar, their free, here, go, go to my, my free group, go take my free class, go take, like, and you've just met them. Right. We get this all the time. And so that was the very simple question. I didn't elaborate until later in comments. I just wanted to see. I was really testing people. You know, I got my devil ears on and I was like, I, or horns. And I wanted to see how people respond to this question. And what I received was a plethora of coaching advice for me. I, I know what to do for myself. What I was looking for was what do you do? What do you guys do? And it was really eye opening to see the number of people who were man trying to manage the emotions of the person who sent the invitation and i went why so that's what started this whole conversation here <laughs> you know and, and and i don't know that i it, yeah i think we all responded to it differently i don't even remember yeah. what i said but i i think for some people we weren't sure if we, where you were coming from but we've yeah. like you said we've all had experiences 
with this in some degree. And um, so it's a really good conversation to talk about. So, yeah. so, okay. When, okay. So now when you just think of like what a nice girl is, what is a nice girl? Oh, well, I mean, I was raised Italian. I don't know about you. Uh, the, the father who says you're to be seen and not heard. Okay. You don't have an opinion. I'm going to give you my opinion. Um, the not showing of emotion other than happy smile <laughs> showing up on time. Not, not, not me, not making anybody else make excuses for you. Make sure that you're perfect. Do it twice as well as anybody else. Like, you know, get straight A's. These are the things that were imposed upon me. Yeah. And that's what I said, Oh, Eva, it, you're supposed to be nice. And there's a big difference between nice and tactful when you need to confront someone and still being able to hold your truth and say what you need. And people confuse um, nice <laughs> with all of that other really poor boundary stuff yes. all the time. And that is like such a key word in this conversation is boundaries. I want to add to that. Some of the things that come up for me when I think of a oh, nice girl is um, you don't ever show any emotion other than happy yeah. or, or, or joy or something that's positive, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not okay to be angry or pissed off or sad or, or, or frustrated. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. And it's not okay to say something that could potentially, I wouldn't have to acknowledge that part, potentially influence someone else's emotions. Right. In a so, negative way. In a, in, negative, in way. a negative way. Yes, right, exactly. Right. right. So, um, so there's so many boundaries just around how are you like limiting yourself? What are you allowing yourself to be or expand into or shrivel up and not expand into? And how aware or overly aware are, are you of other people and trying there's like perfectionism there's some control in that right from oh my goodness okay so <laughs> it's, a big it's a fun conversation we probably won't cover everything we need to today but just to open it up yeah I, yeah. I, I completely agree hello to um hello to Kara who's with us today awesome to see you here and Sherry is affirming I love this Sherry she put all caps I'm not the nice, nice girl. girl. <laughs> Yay. So does that mean you're from New York and you're mean to everybody or no? <laughs> uh, I'm just going to get some comments. I know it will. All right. <laughs> so, okay. So let's start to um, just sort of uh, navigate a little deeper into the conversation. Oh my goodness. This is so good. I feel a softening in me. It's there's a, there's a, Woo! There's a new energy flow in here. I love it. Um, and so, so when we think about shifting away from the nice girl label, okay, what comes up for you when you first think about shifting away from the nice girl label? For me, it's about really connecting with asking myself, how do I feel about this situation? And do I have the words I need to convey that feeling to the other person? So it's the, it's the checking in with yourself rather than depending on being a mirror to the other person. And there's a, there's a journey there because we, if, if you're constantly trying to be nice and, and do what other people expect of you to be nice, then you're used to just mirroring that person's emotional state or trying to confirm it or affirm it or try to get their approval for something. And that means moving away from how you feel. 
So now yeah. there's an opportunity to reverse the mirror and look at inside and go, wait, me, I need to pause for a minute and decide how I feel about this before I convey it because we're going to get it wrong the first few times. And, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that was fantastic. I, I, the first thing that comes up for me is the, this may be a subconscious belief or maybe a conscious belief for someone, but if I'm not the nice girl or nice guy, well, I don't want to be the mean girl, mean guy. And not being the nice girl does not mean being a mean or rude person. Okay. And I think being aware of, well, wait a second, am I am I making that assumption that if I'm not being nice, then that automatically makes me mean. And if that's a belief that you have, how is that preventing you from owning your truth, from being who you authentically are? So being able to make that distinction that, that when you shift away from this, it does not mean you're jumping to this. Right. I think it's very, very key for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it means going, going, going to, yeah, pleasing. Absolutely. Kara. So it's, it's more about the, that rather than just pleasing the other person and mirroring what what you think and like jumping to a conclusion, getting inside their own brain and saying, what is it? Do I think this person wants to hear from me for acceptance? And isn't that the same yes. thing, you know, as, as going from, I, I'm out to be nice. I can't be mean, but what is, what, what is that? It's really, that's, you're, you're right. It is the, it is the wrong swivel. We, yes. It, it's more about the, we need to start from here, from the person, from the individual inside. Yes. And Kara's also saying, I think you can be kind, but also be you and have boundaries. Yeah, that's tact. <laughs> exactly. Well, and so that brings up the next point I want to make. And I wrote a note on this. So when you start to get clear on, well, if I'm not the nice girl, and it doesn't mean I'm being the, you know, I'm, I'm automatically being mean. The question that comes up is, can you be okay with someone calling you something other than nice <laughs> if that's the assumption they jump to? Yeah. Uh, and, and immediately I'm thinking, well, what about all of the other description words that could be used, the adjectives that could be used to you, uh, you know, in between nice and nasty. Right. <laughs> mean. That's my word for mean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're having I, fun because it because if you if you have this level of discomfort with ooh I don't want to be called right anything else I don't want to be called mean or nasty or rude or or anything else that someone else may choose to label you then is that also keeping you trapped inside a label that does not serve you of being the nice girl and um and that can be a very freeing thing to realize, you know what? I have zero control of what this other person might choose to call me. And so what am I willing to do to honor myself and stand in my truth? And can I be okay with it, what they choose? Whew. And that right there, that to me uh, really opens that door further into honoring your personal boundaries of not allowing things that you can't control outside of you to impact what you're going to choose to to do to honor yourself. Yeah. What other people think of me is none yes. of my business. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Are you going to say that one? <laughs> no, that's exactly that's it. That is classic. And Kara's laughing with this, so that's yeah. awesome. Um, okay. I want to just jump back to Sherry, because Sherry, when you asked Sherry if she was from New York, she said, yeah, I saw that. Flint, Michigan, baby, born and raised. <laughs> that's right. 
<laughs> but don't we hear that all the time from oh, I'm from New York. I'm 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 called that all the time. You know, like they, <laughs> I did mm-hmm. the accent totally wrong, but you get the idea. Absolutely. Like they use that I'm from that area. We're used to being short with each other, so I'm going to be short with you. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you have a choice. We all have a choice in every moment what emotion we choose to convey, how we choose to convey it. So if you want to be rude, go ahead. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how you interact with other people is none of my business either. Okay. I want to get to a quote that you shared with me. Mm-hmm. I asked Eva for a quote to go with today's conversation and she shared opportunity is not given. It's invited. Opportunity is not given. It's invited. And that's one of your quotes, correct yeah. Eva? Yeah. I quoted myself. <laughs> <laughs> you go girl. <laughs> Because this whole conversation, you know, I I spent years in um, other industries. I I spent 16 years as an architectural representative. And for part of that time, I was blessed with the opportunity to be a buyer. And when you're a buyer, uh, in other words, everybody wants your business. And so there was a lot of the the, the syrupy, sweetie talk, you know, how do I get your attention? If you called somebody, they called you right back, like lickety split. So there's a difference in being treated. Um, as a buyer, they knew you were looking to buy something. So they called you back right away. And, and there was, there was always this underlying understanding. I'm the one who has the yes power. Then when I switched to being a salesperson and I did that for longer, um, people's priorities around when they got back to me shifted. (laughs) And Oftentimes I'm like, are we not in business here? Is this, aren't we in business? You know, don't you want to get back to people in a timely manner, at least give them some expectations, something like that. So, I mean, I had my own boundaries around how I treated people and what I, what they expected from me, but all of that, the opportunity is people say opportunity knocks. Mm, I think it can, but I think more often than not, if we have a desire within us, then the opportunity is something we need to invite in. And that goes right back to what started this whole post and that when I've never had a post with so many comments ever I don't know what that says about anything but I've never had so many people respond they were it was this is definitely something that hits a nerve and I can't tell you the number of times I've connected with a new person on Facebook on LinkedIn and immediately without even a hello buy my stuff yeah go to my class be a part of my group I know nothing about you yes oh my goodness yeah. Yeah. So, so the question, right yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, I want to convey back to you. So I've learned some, some tools around my own boundaries around, I wouldn't do this, but I'm going to at least show my, I'm going to be the person of, um, who, how I show up is up to me. Right. Yes. So I'm going to be that person and say, great to meet you. Um, <laughs> I'd love to get to know new people. Um, Tell me why I would want to go to this or get some kind of question that gets the ball rolling. I said, I'd like to ask questions and find out what people need from me before I give them anything. Because otherwise it's just, it's useless to them. It's no use to them. And it, it has some sort of negative impact. Like that's why we are having this conversation. So it's like, I don't want to go back to that person and say, you know, delete, which a lot of people said there were. Okay. Okay. That was one. Um, that's not very inviting either. Right. Uh, they're inviting you to something. They're earnest, but they don't know that what they're doing is um, distasteful. 
or put off. It's put offing. Put offing. Anyways, that was one of the words in the comment. Off putting. That's it. My dyslexic kicked in. So yeah, all all of these things. It's it's just all of this minutia. All of this this thought idea is running around in my head, and that's just that became this whole conversation here. Oh, I love that. I wonder what would happen if you put that post out there again and um, maybe added even some more context to it. Because I think so many people, I know I went in a different direction. I don't remember what I said, but I know I thought something different than what it, it sounds like where you were coming from. So yeah. um, so what I love though about you bringing this up in the sales context is that you're talking about coming from a, what I'm hearing is you're coming about coming from a place of well, okay, I see this person, I recognize what they're doing, I understand the value in that, and well, wait a second, what's important to me? Okay. What what do I prefer in this context? You're not gonna jump into nice go nice girl mode and cater to them and just right. automatically respond and say, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll take everything, I'll join every group, I'll sign up for everything, because you don't want to offend them. <laughs> Thank you, yes, yeah, you're pulling it out, it's exactly, exactly. <laughs> I love that. You're saying, wait a second here. Let's, okay, we can have some balance here. Let me share with you what I would like to have happen. And yeah. maybe we can have a meeting of the, the minds, right? And that right. person gets the opportunity to choose to either respect that and dance with you in that or not. So yeah. I love that. That's good. Well, what's cool is, is the response of the person, once I reveal how I prefer to interact, reveals a lot about their intentions because if I say something like hey I'd love to get to know you more and it goes crickets yeah delete that's when I delete they've shown me they've given them opportunity and now it's not every time because I've, I've had some great conversations and made great friends with people who initially started that way because they were all excited and I want to share and then come to find out and I'm like can, can we talk about this you know in, in my own way I was just really tactful with all right so um, I want to get to know more about your program more about you before I j agree to jump into it or do you want to you want to have a like, tell me what's going on. And those individuals who respond and show me that they're human, <laughs> I'm going to give them the time of day as opposed to somebody who just says here, it's like walking up to me in a network marketing, you know, live, not that uh -huh. we do that anymore, but, and then somebody saying, here's my card and walking away. It's the same thing. Yeah. Would you do that? I wouldn't do that. No, absolutely not do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Treat people like people have respect yeah. and yeah. Yeah, get to know them for sure. Okay. So, um, okay. So let me see here. I, I wanted to see what other thoughts we could have around this. So I pulled up an article okay. and let me just share a few things that are showing up in, in, you know, one of these articles that's out there. Ask for what you want and deserve. We've already started to talk about that. I did. Um, say no. Okay. Mm -hmm. We need, we need to, let's, let's just spend a little time, extra time on that. We haven't <laughs> directly acknowledged that. <laughs> this can be a key thing in the, the nice girl, nice guy thing. It it's is. Like, it is. We do this in relationships. We do this to people that walk up to us at the gym and they try to, you know, like this is experience that, that people have told me they've had. They get picked up on at the gym or they get picked up on at the grocery store and they say things that aren't true. Like, well, I already have a boyfriend. Does that mean you're still interested in them if they if you didn't have a boyfriend? Now you've got a hitman after your boyfriend. So that he can ask you out again and you can say yes. I mean, it's like, what are we really doing here? Can right. we just say what's on? I'm not interested. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> because he's going to go next or she's going to go, okay. And if she doesn't, then you didn't want her anyways. Or he, either one. 
I had a guy that I uh, had two dates with. The first date went so well. I was like, yeah, I was open to a second date. Right. The second, the second date in my mind was kind of just disastrous. And, um, and I'll be honest, I had been avoiding, I was like, oh my God, he's going to ask me on a third date. Yeah. I, and, and we were already like, you know, he was, he was taking me home and it, I was just like, okay, we're going to make this a quick ending because I didn't want to have that conversation. I didn't want to turn him down. Yeah. And so I, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, as soon as we get there, I'm going to like beeline it and just, okay, it was great to see you, you know, leave. And I wasn't quick enough. He was quicker and he asked me out for a third time. And in that moment, I was like, okay, Kim, you have a choice. The exact thing that you were just talking about. I have a choice. Am I going to make up some lie? Am I going to say, yeah, and then not actually ever go on the third date? Or I can choose to be honest and direct and as polite and tactful as I can right now in this moment and let him know that that's just not, I, I, I would rather not. I, do, I don't want a third date. And I chose that approach. And it was so, I'll be honest, it was scary. It was uncomfortable. I felt that tension. Yeah. He, he told me, so we ended up, he was very taken aback by it. He was like, he didn't know how to respond. Aww. And um, we ended up, uh, so we had a little conversation about it. It got super quiet and eventually I had to say, okay, well, it was nice seeing you. And I just had to leave because he wasn't speaking. Yeah. And um, that night we ended up texting back and forth. And, I, you know, I explained further and he just kind of shared what his thoughts were. And he ultimately said, I've just never had a girl say that. I've never had a girl like be that upfront and direct. And I got the sense that he did appreciate. He didn't say he appreciated, but I got the sense that he did. And I, so anyway, we ended on this positive note and um, it was, you know, it was a moment for me to go, yeah, okay, good job, Kim, you did that. And I think it was also an opportunity. <laughs> And I think it was also an opportunity <laughs> for him to learn that he can handle a girl saying no. No. Yeah. No and one, no one thank yeah. you. Because the faster yeah, you yeah. can say no and thank you, the faster he can get onto somebody who is a better fit. Exactly. So, yeah. whoo. Okay. So let's see what's coming up in the comments for everyone. Um, yeah. Kara's saying those convos are tough. They are. They're, yeah. They are tough. Um, and I also want to add, the conditions you you do want to be mindful of the conditions around things like that always makes uh, makes a difference. Sometimes the conditions are not right for something like that. You really have to like. I don't know if we want to go deeper into that, but I don't know. Do you have anything that comes up for you when it, when you think of that? I, I think there's something you want to say, so I'm going to let you. I, <laughs> I know. I realized I was doing that. Yeah. Okay. So um, <laughs> we're all listening, Kim. <laughs> What I want to say about that? I guess so. What's coming up for me is that when you've already approached conversations in that way, and the other person is not receptive, is not open to hearing you, do you continue? I want it so to me, the nice girl would continue to keep putting herself in that situation and go, oh, okay, this person's still not happy. This person still doesn't get it. This person still isn't hearing me. So, okay, I will subject myself to them and this again. I will keep going through this until they are finally okay. And that can also be a massive way to continue to dishonor your boundaries. I'm getting so, a noose. I'm like, where's my noose? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> We're so hanging what, ourselves. <laughs> yes. So the nice girl may have to finally say, you know what? I've already done all those things. I've been respectful. I've communicated. I've set my boundaries. I've set the tone. I've all, done all those things. And 
I have zero control over how this person chooses to respond, but it's time for me to now respectfully pull back. We're done. We're yeah. done. Yeah. 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 So that when it, when is enough enough, uh, when, when you've had enough, Yes. Yes. <laughs> when you've had enough. Uh, yeah. Listen to that. There's, there's a, 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 there were several comments in the post going back to that where people said no is an answer. No is a complete sentence. That That's where, yes, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and no is a complete sentence, but um, it, it all depends on the situation. Just like what you just said. Exactly. Like, yes. <clears throat> when, when uh, you've got a, a single mom who's PTA president and soccer coach and <laughs> She's not saying no, right? Okay. She's saying yeah, yes, okay, okay. I'll, no one else is doing it. Okay, fine, I'll do it. And that used to be me. I used to, I used to be that person. I was like, no, really, crickets. No one else wants to do it. And I go, okay, I'll do it. Um, if I, if I felt called to do it, I would do it. But um, now it really, I say no a lot more often. Good to offers. Yeah. So opportunity is is definitely something that I invite as opposed to just allowing it to knock. Because if I said yes to every knocked opportunity. I, I wouldn't, I don't know. I wouldn't uh, be able to function. And I think also within that, because there could be some fear of, well, wait, if I, if I start to say no, then maybe opportunities will not continue to show up. And to me, that's then where you're, um, I mean, you can say so many things, but I'm, I guess faith is what's first coming up. No, your opportunities will still show up for you. Yeah. Use discernment. What's yeah. for you? What's not for you? This may sound great. And if you're already, you know, overcommitted or just committed, you know, to what, you know, you've got enough on your plate, you can say no, more will show up later, you know, and be in the dance with that. So, um, <clears throat> Sherry, okay, let's look at Sherry's comment here. Sherry yeah. saying, how can you do that when they keep sucking you back in? You say no or offer that you'll do something else? Yeah, no, is still a complete sentence in that situation. So like, we're never a victim to, to you know, we, we get to choose. And so they can, they can attempt to pull you back in and ask you to do whatever it is they're asking you to do. This is, <laughs> I'm, I don't, I have to guess. I don't even know what the subject matter yeah, I'm not, is. I'm not sure either, but no, keep, keep going. Thank you, Sherry. Yeah, they, awesome. But because this can apply to so many things, even if, you know, if you're talking about the you know, other moms at PTA saying, but we want you to be president. You're the only one that's able to do it. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, it still works. And eventually they, they will hear it. And, and at that point, to me, th this, sorry, were you going to say something else? No, go ahead. <laughs> it's just, I can, I can agree with Sherry's frustration, the, the implied frustration in that. And yeah. to, to me, again, Sherry, yeah, not exactly knowing the, the total context of where Sherry's coming from, but what's coming up for me as I just look at her question is really getting in tune with how is this situation, this, this invitation, this opportunity, whatever it may be, how is it feeling in my body? The more we get in tune with how things feel in our body, this was another big lesson for me in this whole context of this, this learning to say no, it's a complete sentence and honoring myself and boundaries, is those times when you continue to say yes, and internally you're going, ah. Yeah, it becomes an obligation. Yes, I don't want to. Your, your body's telling you one thing, your mouth is saying another, or just your attention, right? Your attention to something continues to, is, is, an, is a yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Turn your focus, <laughs> your, your body is speaking to you. Listen to that, tune into that. Well, and, and this is where a lot of my work, this is the crossover. This is where the two bubbles of the world come together in my world. So um, when it comes to a healthy body, 
it will reveal itself it the nature of our imbalance between how we think about something i have to do it because this person's asking me to i have to go to thanksgiving dinner because they're expecting me i've chose not to go to thanksgiving dinner several times just saying <laughs> so, how we think about something if it's different than how we feel about it and we're not honoring who we are it creates an actual vibrational cavitation inside the body and it breaks down our ability to communicate it breaks down our ability to feel properly and guess what you know when our heart is not being heard it acts like a two-year-old having a tantrum and it causes all sorts of drama in our life yes it does that's that's my, the best way that i can describe how that kind of all ties in but the longer you let things this is the people who knock on my doorstep and need help with their medical stuff their health problems it's usually from some sort of traumatic imbalance here between I think about something, but I feel differently about it. I should do this. I should do that. They've been shoulded on <laughs> right? <laughs> by family, friends, uh, people, colleagues, you know, they, they, well, Sally will always do it or Sherry will always do it. You know, <laughs> she'll always say yes. Or your internal dialogue. Well, they expect me to do it. You know, well, well, I should mm -hmm. do it. That's the nice thing. Well, God, would I want someone to do this for me? Yes. And can it be okay for someone to say no to you too, right? Mm -hmm. Like the more we get comfortable with that. I Okay, so we're near the end of our conversation. I yep. wanna share just a few tips for someone who might be in this space of really going, oh, I've gotta say no, and you're freaking out and you don't want to, it's scary. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, so, so just off the top of my head, a few things that are coming up are number one, start to go internally, you know, what are you feeling and breathe into that practice, practice, just being present with what you're feeling in your body. Take some time to breathe into it. Allow yourself to dissipate that energy that just, that's one little thing. Next thing journal. What would that conversation be like? Just, you know, no one else has to see this, which, what are some things you could say? Just start to journal it, practice it, see what something, you know, how it sounds, what it feels like, what would you tweak? Practice third, practice having a conversation you know, outward, outwardly to yourself, you know, or maybe to a trusted friend and practice what that would be like. You're probably going to get some of those emotions coming up and you can practice then breathing within the conversation, the, the mock conversation. Those are just a few things off the top of my head for someone who wants to practice saying no, practice having a difficult conversation, practice standing in your truth, knowing that you can still be a nice person yeah. while you're also still going to honor your boundaries, respect yourself and say no to someone else. Yeah. And you don't have to. And just because you said yes, the first time doesn't mean you can't revisit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait a minute, I'm reassessing and I have way too much on my plate. I need to decide with discernment who I need to go back to and say, all right, I'm going to make you an offer. I can, I can complete this part of my you know, promise to you, but I'm not going to be able to complete this. And that puts the ball back in their court to make a decision and adjust on their, on their own. Yes. Ex I love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, Sherry is saying here, thank you, Kim and Eva both. I appreciate you love and positive energy. You're welcome, Sherry. I'm glad that you enjoyed today's conversation. Um, okay. You know what? Let's just, uh, Eva, we're over our time. Do you have a few oh. more minutes? Or yeah, I don't I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So yes. Okay. Um, I just want to throw a couple of uh, images up on the screen. Okay. This was from last time you were on here. And I just thought, well, with this kind of maybe something with this, we were talking about invitation and we're kind oh. of talking about permission. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know what comes up for you when you see this image. This is really about the give and take. I see. I think I brought up last time masculine and feminine. Um, mm -hmm. The ability to have an invitation is the masculine, and the ability to receive and say yes or no is the feminine, and that is in itself natural and already in balance. So yeah. as long as one is in integrity and the, and the invitation is there and is being received. You can still receive the invitation and then give it a no answer and a yes answer. Either one works fine. Yes. And it's complete. Yeah. It's complete. Exactly. I'm going to throw another image on the screen. <clears throat> <laughs> what comes up for you when you see this? Well, I, 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 see, uh, I see the feminist movement a little bit too harshly here. For me, this, this okay. comes up okay. is, is a lot of times that it's, um, attempting to be superwoman. Ah, okay, okay. And not knowing when to say no. Uh, yeah, they wearing okay. it as a badge of honor. I think I might have said that before. It's like you're wearing your overachievement as a badge of honor and becoming a martyr. That's ah. what I see. Okay, no, thank you for sharing. So I yeah. saw something different. I yeah. saw, I saw an everyday woman who. Because you can, there can be this assumption that if you're um, a strong, empowered woman, that uh, well, then you're wearing, you know, a power suit, and you, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe you look some sort of perfect way, and I, I you know, I'm, this woman is perfect as she is, and we might go, well, her jeans are a little short, right? Or, or well, you know, she's just she's just dressed in an average way, and within her is an empowered, strong superwoman who's strong enough to say yes to what she wants and no to what she doesn't. And that's what came up for me. So that's why I wanted to share yeah. this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I certainly have issues with the feminist movement and how people see women. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with what you shared because I, yeah. I, I agree that that also, you know, that, that applies to you. Um, Eva, lastly, what is, what is your vision for, you know, for nice girls who are in the process of ditching the, the nice girl label? My my goals um, or my vision, yeah, my vision yeah. would be to really embody some some key ideas around all of this. Is that um, one one is I've adopted I've adopted these are a few ideas and um, beliefs that I've adopted over the years that have really helped me. One is your lack of planning is not my emergency. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Your emotional response is not my responsibility. Oh, <laughs> um, it's my choice to use tact and show and reveal my true feelings, and I don't have—I don't owe them to you. So th these are these are my beliefs. I live through, and I, I there are a set of filters that belong to my my mouth, <laughs> my mind, and I I put everything that I say through them, and I'm, I'm still in an integrity and an authenticity and. Mm -hmm. Um, that works. It works for me because it feels good. At the end of the day, I feel good. Yeah. And I, I want to just like, for anyone who maybe joined us later into the today's live show, I want to just affirm that like choosing to ditch the nice girl label again, it does not mean that you are not a nice person. It doesn't right. mean that you don't care about other people. It means that you're choosing to honor yourself and yeah. it's okay if you feel an emotion other than happy or, you know, yeah, it just, yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, the, it, it limits you if you're only ever nice. Yeah, exactly. Think about all that you could be with, with so many other different adjectives, yeah.
And I, I think it's like maybe maybe even the photos that we were just looking at are a good example of this. You may think you're being nice and someone else can still think that you're being something else, right? Yeah. So again, it's like you stop trying to let what you think other people are thinking about you indicate how you behave and think about yourself and the decisions you make for yourself, that kind of thing. It's okay to, okay, no, let's honor me first. What's going on here? Yeah. And okay. ask questions. I can't, oh, just, just a real quick, yeah. I know we're over, but I want to say this. Oftentimes I'll say something in a comment that's a clarifying question. And instead of somebody going, oh, I need to answer that, they get offended with the question. Uh, you yeah, have yeah, that too? Yeah. I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, we can make assumptions. Oh, if I ask, if they ask me this, they must be assuming or implying this. No, question right. question. Not at all. It's just a question. Yeah. yeah. So stop stop assuming what other people are are thinking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So Eva, I just remembered you have a poem for us. Oh, sure. Yeah. I do. You would like to would you like to share that? Well, it's it, you know, if you want to listen. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I am choosing to listen to Eva's poem. <laughs> so this is called Child of Hope. I wrote this after my second one was born. Okay. And, and she's now 23, so that tells you. <laughs> it's been a while. If I can find truth in every lie, devote my soul without a sigh. What's missing won't be forgotten. Like fruit, what's false will grow rotten. And my heart will never, ever die. Okay, that was deep. Can, let's can you read that again? Yeah. Let's read. Let's listen to yeah. that again. I'm gonna close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> if I can find truth in every lie, devote my soul without a sigh. What's missing won't be forgotten. Like fruit, what's false will grow rotten, and my heart will never ever die. Wow. Do you want to say more about what contributed to that, or? <sighs> I mean, our entire conversation here kind of is wrapped up in it. Um, people will use, you know, lies to tell their truth. So yes. if I can find the truth in every lie, devote my soul without a sigh. In other words, it's not a obligation. It's a, oh, I want to do that. Devote my soul. What's missing won't be forgotten. So the mm -hmm. opportunity doesn't have to knock. We'll find it's an invitation. Um, like fruit, what's false will grow rotten. <laughs> so whatever isn't of integrity will fall away yes and reveal itself and the heart will never ever die and this is about being like i was talking about that connection the coherence between the heart and the mind staying connected is what keeps us authentic so that's what it's all about oh that was awesome i like that that was good eva good glad you enjoyed it yeah i did i really did um okay well that concludes our, our conversation today on ditching the nice girl label. And again, guys, this applies to you too, ditching that nice guy label. And um, thank you for joining us. Letting Let us know what you are taking away from today's conversation. And Eva, will you remind everyone where they can go to connect with you after oh, this? Oh, yeah. And if you, if you want to subject yourself to a face reading, <laughs> go to theelevateinstitute.com. And on the homepage there, you'll see a little button that says, yes, take it to me. And you'll see actually Kim's response. I gave her a face reading and you'll get to see her review of, of how I did with her face reading, what she thought of it. So yes, I'd love to, love to see your, your shining faces in my inbox. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. 
All right. Well, have an amazing day, everybody. I hope you found this conversation valuable. And um, we will be back on Monday with another Rise and Shine creating 2020 vision. And we're going to be starting the emotions theme. So I'm excited about that because, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> good. good too. Okay. Continue to honor yourself, moving in the direction that you prefer to head it towards. And know that you have every right to do that. Honor yourself move in that direction, create that vision, and we'll see you all again very, very soon. Stay right there, Eva. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>